0: You're listening to The Texas Standard. Let's see, there's Ronnie, Charlie, Bill, Mick, Keith, and Bobby. The man who many consider the sixth member of the Rolling Stones is none other than a Texan named Bobby Keyes. Keys grew up in Slayton, just outside of Lubbock, and played saxophone with just about everyone, it seems, from Chuck Berry and Carly Simon to John Lennon and Sheryl Crow, plus the Stones, of course. A documentary about Bobby Keys is screening tonight in the Texas capital city. The Texas Standard's own Leah Scarpelli wanted to find out more about the film and the man it's about.
1: Bobby Keys is not the best saxophone player in the world. He's the best rock and roll saxophone player in the world. He
0: plays the saxophone in one giant swagger,
1: Relentless when he plays.
0: Bobby Keys is actually like the sixth stone.
1: Those were the voices of musicians Charlie Watts, Joe Ely, Lisa Fisher, and Keith Richards from Every Night's a Saturday Night, The Bobby Keys Story. Jeff Stacey is the film's director and producer.
0: Bobby Keys was the, definitely was one of the most important rock and roll saxophonists ever. No one doesn't like Bobby, he has a grittiness that parallels or compliments guitar parts like no one else.
1: And that's producer Jeffrey Brown. But the journey from Texas to the big time, you might say, began when Keys was just 12 years old.
0: And he was lying in bed, and he heard music coming through his bedroom window. And he went out, climbed a tree to see what it was. And it was Buddy Holly playing on a, a flatbed wagon. Hey, 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 hey. Once he saw that, it was was just a matter of time, and it was a call for Bobby.
1: Bobby Keys originally wanted to play guitar, but said his fingers were too short. And after an injury prevented him from joining the football team, Keys discovered he could still be part of the action as a member of the marching band. So he picked up the tenor saxophone. Never learning how to read music, Keys taught himself how to play, in part, by listening to the music of Fort Worth's King Curtis. Keys would also sneak into a local bar to hear Muddy Waters and Howlin' Wolf. At just 16, he left West Texas to go on the road.
0: Take good care of my baby.
1: He toured with Buddy Knox and Bobby V, He put his signature sax sound on The Wanderer by Dion, and Return to Sender by Elvis Presley. Return to Sender! Return to Sender! He fell in with a group of musicians in Los Angeles known as Delaney and Bonnie and Friends, whose members at one time included George Harrison and Eric Clapton. He'd later record with both. But in the mid-60s, Bobby Keyes met the British five-piece, who really put him in the spotlight. At a stop at the San Antonio Teen Fair, playing with Bobby V. and Dick Clark's Caravan of Stars, Keyes had a sort of wardrobe malfunction, says producer Jeffrey Brown. Bobby uh,
0: went to put his uh, pants on and he tore the hem out of his pants. And so he had to go on stage with uh, cowboy boots and Bermuda shorts when everybody else was dressed in suits.
1: The Rolling Stones were also there, and Keith Richards remembered the moment a few years later when he invited Keys to play on the song Live With Me. me? Richards and Keys grew close. As it happens, they were born on the exact same day, and they had something else in common, a propensity to stir up occasional trouble. They famously threw a television set out of a hotel window while on tour in 1972, for instance. But it wasn't just talent and a lively personality that got keys into the studio, with so many notable musicians. Again, Jeffrey Brown and Jeff Stacy.
0: Bobby was a bit of a hustler. In the the best sense of the word, word of getting convincing people that he needed to play on their on their records, he would go in and while they were listening to playbacks and go, "That sounds good, but you know it doesn't really rock." What you need is some horns.
1: That's how Keys came to play what many consider his most memorable saxophone solo, originally a guitar lick on Brown Sugar.
0: Bobby picked up a sax, and when there was time to to play, he played. And Jimmy Miller, who was the producer for the Stones at the time. Liked what he heard.
1: Bobby Keys would continue to collaborate with the Stones until his substance abuse got in the way. But he eventually got clean and his career continued until he finally started his own band in 2010 and passed away from cirrhosis of the liver in 2014. Director Jeff Stacy says keys is part of a legacy of Texas tenor saxophone players.
0: I think Bobby fits right in with King Curtis, certainly who he idolized, but Illinois Jaquette and Arnett Cobb and all these guys that would just blow the hell out of a tenor saxophone. There's, just, there's a Texas tenor sound which is, they blow hard and they get a little bit of dirt in there and it sounds good.
1: But it was the merger of gritty sax and rock and roll that may be Keyes' most enduring legacy. Stacy says you can still hear it in rock music today.
0: They still will throw horns in there. I mean, I think they all owe it a little bit of it to Bobby that it that it stayed current.
1: Through it all, Stacy says Bobby Keyes never really knew what set him apart.
0: I think he just loved the music. I know, when I asked him about it, he was just like, "If I start off right and know when to stop, I'm good. I'll be good in between." And. And and he was.
1: Every Night's a Saturday Night, The Bobby Keys Story is screening tonight at AFS Cinema in Austin. It's scheduled for cable release at the end of November. I'm Leah Scarpelli for The Texas Standard.